Hey, bold mamas. This is Melissa Costa with Mama Wears Pants. And I want to thank you for taking some time to check out our podcast. Here you will hear from myself and community contributors, founding members, and special guests on either the community topic of the month our Mama Spotlight interviews, or our Mamapreneur Spotlight interviews. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please email mama at mamawearspants.com and do connect with us across social. Thanks so much and stay bold, Mama. Hello and welcome to Mama Wears Pants. I'm Melissa Acosta, and I'm here today for one of our Mamapreneur Spotlight interviews with Monica Landois from... Dance with Monica ATX. How are you doing today, Monica? I am well. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Have you danced today? I have to ask, have you danced today? (laughs) (laughs) Today, no, but mainly because I had one of those uh, nights where you have one of the little ones wake up with little things and um, it was one of those mornings where it was a little rough, but typically I would have already danced and taught a virtual class. Oh, wow. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So speaking of your little one, you are a mama of two and mom of two boys, I believe just that's one. We have a couple of things in common, which has been fun to to kind of get to know you over the past few weeks or so. But I'm a mama of two boys as well. And uh, your your boys, how old are they again? They are five and eight. Oh, yeah. Like exactly the same ages as mine. So funny. Yeah, <laughs> full of energy, very rambunctious, climbing trees. I think yes. Isaac may have broken his nose in jujitsu on Monday. So, oh, my God. Definitely goodness. life of a uh, boy mom life, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Energetic and active for sure. So, tell us mm-hmm. a little bit of, just about yourself as a mama and a, and a mamapreneur. Anything you'd like to share? So, just sure. Um, being a mom of doing both has been actually one of the best things for myself because I've been able to create the life that I want with them, which I design my hours to work for being able to pick them up and drop them off, take them to jujitsu, spend a lot of quality time with them, which if I were working eight to five and working, you know, for somebody else that's dictating that for me, it would have been much harder. And then as a single mom, um, it's even you know harder to create that work-life balance and I have them about 75% of the time. Um, so being able to create that with my business and also being passionate about what I do with my business has been the ultimate goal, you know, so it feels really great to have created that, but it's definitely a journey and has a lot of little ebbs and flows, but it's been the best thing as a mom and they also get to see me, you know, going through my journey and understanding that you can live passionately. You can do your life differently. It doesn't have to be eight to five. It's not how it should be. So breaking a lot of those barriers for myself and for them that I grew up with has been amazing. <laughs> awesome. That is so great. And, you know, I, you know, just, we've got to give some respect and love to the single mamas that, you know, are doing their thing. I was raised by a single mama and I, I always call it like on the front lines, right? We're on the, you're on the front lines of parenthood and motherhood. And also, yeah, of course, just you're running your business and, you know, all that that requires. So just great job. Very happy for you for, for, you know, you being able to do that and, and, you know, like you said, create, you've been able to really probably use 
your aspects, your passions and joys and all that, and build this into a business, which is so exciting. Um, and I just recently attended one of your dance classes, one of your, one of your dance, what was it? Dance, uh, is it like a dance, dance party fitness. class? Dance fitness. Yes. yes. Dance fitness class. So that was a lot of fun. And of course that is with, uh, dance with my ATX. So tell us a little bit about what prompted you to start a business and how long have so you it, been operating dance with Monica? Sure. So it kind of just, happened on its own. Um, I have a bachelor's of science. I did the whole thing where you go straight from high school to college and then took me five years uh, to graduate because I couldn't decide. I changed my major three times. Um, and when I got my full-time job, I started teaching dance fitness or group fitness, I would say, as a hobby. And then doing both at the same time, I really fell in love with the group uh, aspect of in the community side of the group fitness classes and I started learning wow this is a great space to network you're not only networking you're getting you know physical health you're getting mental health it's hitting so many little check marks of things that we need and I found it very valuable so through the you know working full-time and and working at gyms and being a part of like their network and getting paid by them, I started to get opportunities from my network within the classes. And I started getting contracts with those contracts. I started learning, wow, okay, I can be hired out and I can be, get paid times three what I'm making in one class. So if I can learn to scale this and also take the, um, model that the gym has i could create something for myself and i kind of just started sitting with that and then at 25 i also started doing a lot of personal development reading a lot of books of understanding how to work in your passion and and learn what your purpose is i really got focused in that and that really started pivoting me towards a certain way and i think well i know for sure the moment i became a mom was when i said I will no longer work for other people. I will no longer work certain hours because I don't want to miss anything with my son. I want to see his first steps. I want to hear his first words. I don't want to be working eight to five and then traveling, you know, an extra hour in the morning, an extra hour in the afternoon and only get like two hours with him. That just didn't sit well with me. And so I started to really look at all the things that I was doing and I call it the pie of my life. And I started to sit with that pie. It's like, okay, I sleep this many hours. That's this chunk of my pie. I work full-time this many hours. That's a huge chunk of my pie. Then here are the little things that I have to do that I probably don't want to do. And it left me with like 15% of life that I was actually living for myself. And so that really helped me pivot and shift to why don't I start pursuing, you know, my classes? Yes, I know it's not professional it's not in the degree that I was doing but it's where I find my purpose like I really enjoy helping people and that started to transition me into starting to get more contracts getting higher pay with that and slowly until where I figured out okay I can rent a room and then I can just have people pay me like if I'm the gym and have unlimited memberships uh, class packages drop in and start creating different streams of income I can try it out and see if it works. And it happened to work. Also, before that, I almost opened a studio with a client of mine, too, where she saw that you know I was having 
50 to 80 people in every single class. The classes are huge. Um, and so it's like, well, why don't we have our own space? And that kind of didn't work out. And through that, I learned a lot as well. And it was just a pretty long journey to get here. But at 32, I think, is when I finally was doing everything for myself. Where I stopped working for a gym, stopped working for uh, any part-time work. And I focused on creating my business, where I was renting the space, scaling those hours, started doing corporate wellness, different little pockets where it created multiple streams all under the umbrella of dance, fitness, and wellness. And now it's expanding to even more. So that's a little bit about the journey. No, that's awesome. I think so many lessons learned in there. And that's that was going to be one of the things like you even mentioned, you started exploring, you know, just personal development, growing yourself, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as a person, but then also as a business owner. So what what have you learned about yourself through this process? <laughs> a lot. So <laughs> I would say when I did the personal development uh, portion around 25 is where I really learned that I was not living life based on my terms and how I wanted to live my life. I was really um, living it based on how others saw my life, how, what they thought I should do, what they thought I needed to be doing. And I'm an only child, so I had pretty intense parents. They're also not from this country. So it's like, okay, we're going to put you in the violin and put you in all these things that are going to give you success which were great tools, but they didn't end up being the things that I loved and wanted to pursue. So I started playing violin, I believe at age eight, well, somewhere between six, seven, eight, I can't remember, but I played it for many years. And it was one of those things that's like you practice um, every day for minimum an hour, you write your notes, you have your private lessons once a week. And I was in Austin Youth Orchestra, UT Stream Project, Austin Chamber Music. I mean, my life was music. So I really learned valuable skills from that of what it takes to actually be good at something and the dedication it takes towards something to create something. Um, so with those skills, I was able to create the business, but I had to do a lot of that unlearning of what I thought I should be doing. And I mm -hmm. thought what was supposed to be like, oh, you go you know, to college. And then after that, you get your career and then you get married, you have kids. And I feel like I started to unravel all of that. Of like, okay, was I doing this for myself? Was I doing this because I thought I should be doing it? And so 25 was an extremely impactful year where it changed my relationship with my parents, changed my relationship with my ex-husband, changed my relationship with friends where I started to become more aware of myself and my self-worth and that I did have a say in the things that I wanted to do. That makes sense. Oh, that makes complete sense. Yes, absolutely. Like within Mama Wears Pants, we say, you know, we're a wellness community and social network for bold yet busy mamas who are interested mm -hmm. in <laughs> meaningful connections, deeper conversations and personal growth. So that personal growth aspect mm -hmm. is something that, you know, is I don't think always talked about in every, you know, corner of our life, right? Every community or whatnot. And yet, if you don't have like a proper support system, that can be even more challenging, right? It's it's doable, yeah. but it can be even more difficult, especially when you're juggling, you know, all the things that mamas juggle, you know, work mm -hmm. and family and all the obligations and things like that. So 
Hey, um, you're really happy for you on your, you know, your personal development journey and, and everything you've learned and has certainly helped you set yourself up in a way that you're living your life with passion and purpose and, and doing all those things because it feeds you. And in turn, I think that's why you're able to then feed others. You know, you're able to give yeah. more to others because you've tapped into that yourself. So no, thank you so much for that. And going back again to what was one of like your first setbacks, if you think as a, as a mompreneur, I know that there probably were many, but like, was there ever a time that you were just like, Oh my gosh, do I even continue this? Like, what was something that just felt like really heavy? And how did you handle that first like significant setback or, or challenge? I would say there were two huge ones that I would like to talk about. Mm -hmm. The first one was when I was going to open the studio I had put in so much time and effort into that um, while being, you know, a mom of two boys. I was starting the divorce process. I was going through a lot of unlearning and really pouring into like, this is what I want. This is what I see myself doing. I'm so passionate. I love my community. I want a space for my community. I think in a space, I can build my community and make it bigger and make it what I see my vision as. I was very focused in that. and. I had aligned, you know, with one of my clients and we worked about six months where, I mean, I was working a 20 hour job part-time and doing all my classes and raising the two boys. And she also was a, a she was a stay at home mom, but married, not uh, going through any of the mm -hmm. divorce stuff like I was. So it was kind of a different situation she was in. So my situation really relied on the success of the business line through and it was one of those things where i learned okay when you have other people involved or you're relying on other people for certain things you are putting yourself at risk which risks are good we got to take risks but i think i was so tuned into the vision of what i was going to create and what it was going to be at that time that it really impacted my sight of some of the things that I should have been probably listening to along the way. Mm -hmm. And so whenever it fell through, that's when I learned, okay, well, I can rent the space and I can scale and I'm not going to have the overhead and I'm not going to have all these extra responsibilities. And it was a way smarter way to do it without the overhead and without the brick and mortar. And I really had to learn like the space that you're in is it it's about the the community that you're making within the space you mm -hmm. don't need the space you can create it anywhere so i really learned a lot on that front during that time and also just really understanding my own worth during that time and then when covid hit th that situation helped me be prepared for covid because when yeah. covid hit I had left all the things that I was doing before and working for Lifetime, working for other contracts. I was filming videos for Amazon Prime and it shifted everything. I was a service for the last 11 years. At that time, I had been used to being around community, people doing what I love. And then I was locked in my home and mm -hmm. I couldn't see people. I had to learn to shift virtually. And had I not gone through the difficulties of about to start a brick and mortar, having everything in line from like the space to 
filling out the letter of intent and that's when everything fell through. And the, my partner that I had at that time decided that she didn't want to do it. And for me, it was like, whoa, I need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I learned, okay, I can pivot, I can shift, I can change form. I bring the energy. It's not the space. It's not where I'm at. So I had already learned all those things and applying them to COVID made it a bit easier, but it was very difficult. It felt like someone had swept the rug from under me. After all these things that I had built, I spent all this time learning, unlearning, growing, a lot of growing pains. And I was at a really good point of coasting and going up my little bell curve. And then it was like, all the way to the bottom. Mm -hmm. My clients are extremely loyal. I have a really um, loyal base where they were, you know, donate, I would do live streams and they would donate. And so with the live streams, I started learning, oh, well, I can create a virtual platform. I can create a private virtual platform and I can have all my clients join there. They can, I can do the same thing that I was doing in the space that I was renting virtually now. And Mm -hmm. I'm at home, I'm with my kids, I'm homeschooling them now. It was all a very amazing experience, but it was so difficult along the way. And I just learned, you know, we as moms, we really have this grit that is undescribable. Mm-hmm. You just do the things that you have to do because you do it for the love of your kids or, you know, you have you wake up with this fire under you. Right. And so when I look back at that time, I'm like, how did I do all of that? I wasn't even thinking I was just doing <laughs> but I was doing with purpose and I was doing with, you know, the understanding like this is good for my kids. I'm still connecting with my clients. I'm able to support my kids doing what I love. It is different. It was hard to accept that difference because I was so used to being in community. But a lot of times during that, it felt like, okay, it's going to be six weeks. Then it turned to eight weeks. Then it turned to nine weeks. I remember (laughs) June, I think by June 2020 was it? I can't even remember. I feel like it's a time warp during that time. Oh, it's totally time warp. I believe it was June 2020 where I accepted like, okay, I may not ever do what I was doing before. And I may Mm. not ever have a class that's that big because we could be in this five years. By then, I'm going to be, you know, in my later 30s. I don't know if I'm going to want to be doing this. And so I have to accept that the last time I did it was probably the last time I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It was very hard. It was depressing. And there were many times where it's like, okay, do I continue doing this virtual stuff? Do I continue teaching outside? And I feel like the moment where I was really contemplating, everybody had COVID. I believe now this is March. No. December 2021 into January, February 2022. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody had COVID. (laughs) <laughs> and so it was like all my clients were down with it. I wasn't even seeing that many clients. And it was just consistent. Like whatever that strain was at that time was a very contagious one. Right, right. And so I'm like teaching classes indoors, but mass and still teaching outdoors and teaching virtual. I was like spread thin on so many platforms. It was like, how can I continue to do this? And then everything opened up all of a sudden. Like I think two days later after feeling so down about it Mm -hmm. but still keeping in my mind like it's okay this is part of it it will change form again just brace yourself you have gone through so many changes you can do it and then 
everything open up and it's been really great. And even during the difficult times, it was still great. And there's so much to still be grateful for during that time. But I am human and I'm going to have moments where it's like, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel defeated. You know, that's like, feels like yeah. that's the worst, you know, when you're like, it's not even like hopeless. Like, it's just like, you just feel defeated. Like, oh my gosh, I've done so much. Mm-hmm. Like, when is it going to stop? Like, I don't, I don't know if I can keep on yeah. But of course, you know, probably yeah. you can, but it's just like that moment of like doubt, you know, it's just like, oh gosh. And, you know, it's oftentimes yeah. I think in moments of just when we really are really, just overextended when we're, when we're tired, we're burnt out. We've just given so much. And so, yeah, yeah definitely. I've, I've been, uh, interviewed other mama on, uh, business owners who had a shift, you know, during that pandemic time. And I mean, yeah, you're right. We've got grit, you know, you've got, uh, mm-hmm. resiliency. We can really overcome, but it's, it's sometimes it is just talking, giving ourselves a pep talk, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I know you mentioned you've got your loyal uh, client base, you know, who was with you through this time, but who are, are some of the other supporters that you've had? Who who do you, you know, either personally or whatever, who are some of the biggest supporters that just, you know, keep you going even when things have been challenging? So I'm very grateful. So my clients, a lot of them have turned friends. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of them I met through my classes and there's a good chunk of my, I call them my OGs that. I've been either friends with for a very long time, and they are also clients of mine mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. outside of our friendship. And then, um, like three girlfriends that became clients at the beginning, and we became really close friends. We have a lot of good um, core values that are aligned, and they there's two specific people, my friends Laura and Lauren, that have been through very difficult. <laughs> little wavelengths of my life and I'm beyond grateful for them because despite whether we align in certain things or not, they have always been there with a non-judgmental support. Um, so I've been really great friends and a lot of my loyal clients too from the beginning of that time have also been my support system that are always reminding me like you impact our lives, you impact so many lives and we appreciate you. They give me a lot of the affirmation during those times to continue. And um, also my children, like my kids mm-hmm. are such a big role. And I know it seems like, oh, well, as moms, we're the support system. But when you hear your kid tell you like, oh, mom, I see how hard you work. And I'm grateful that you do what you do because I know it's different. Like, once they start to have that little awareness, it's just creates support within yourself. Like, oh, my kids feel supported. I feel supported by them as well. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. No, yeah. Concepts, but the their little awareness to seeing the journey or, or whatnot or being a part of it too. Um, my kids get, you know, sometimes when I work with clients or collaborations and I bring stuff home and they get to try like cookies or juices <laughs> from other, you know, women owned businesses. They're like, can we make a commercial? And it's just so cute to see them try to also do what I'm doing. And it makes it very reinforcing, I guess I would say. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And, you know, I always say it's great for our kids to see a shine. It is, mm-hmm. it is an amazing thing to be able to allow your kids the privilege of seeing 
you as a mama, and this applies to daddies too, but as mamas, mm -hmm. if you can let your kids see you shine, and that usually means that you've tapped into, you know, what brings you joy? What, what are you passionate about? How do you live your life? Even if it's not every moment, right? Because we're, we're human, but live your life where you've tapped into that joy and pleasure and purpose and passion, because your kids are going to observe that. They're going to witness that. And I just think mm -hmm. that that is such a blessing and they won't really know it yet because they'll just think, Oh, that's just how mom is. Mom, mom loves to yeah. dance. Mom loves to paint. Mom loves to, you know, whatever it is that, that mama does, but they see her happy. They see her fulfilled. And that is a wonderful gift you can give, not just to yourself, <laughs> but the people that yeah. love you do also get receive. They receive a gift from that, from that blessing. So I, I'm glad that you have that for yourself and your boys, Monica. Um, thank you for sharing all that. And um, you know, what would be, your advice to a mom. I, I talked to a lot of mamas who, who uh, I talked to a lot of mamas too, who also they, maybe they haven't started something yet, but they have an idea, right? They have an idea. They have mm -hmm. a, a passion. They, but you know, they're doing the nine to five or they're doing the, you know, all the things they can't figure out, you know, how do I try to do this thing? It almost feels like, you know, it's insignificant, right? It's not worth it. Right. And I have mm -hmm. to say, I had that experience with mama wears pants as well at some point over <clears throat> the course of the years that I've been kind of working on this and so to speak, but it took me a really long time to actually move forward with it kind of for that reason. It was just like, Oh my gosh, I have so many things to do. How am I supposed to do this? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But what would be your advice to a mama who is interested in maybe not even starting a business, but just pursuing a hobby an interest, a passion, maybe it is starting a business, maybe it's writing a book, but what would be your, your advice yeah. to a mama who's kind of on that, you know, she's feeling something. She just doesn't know how to take a first step. I would say to be okay with the journey. It doesn't happen overnight. Success takes time and understanding that sometimes we may not know exactly what it is that we want to do. And it is okay to work, you know, the nine to five. I did it for almost five years and it took certain headbutting experiences for me to snap out like, oh, I, d I don't want to do this. And if you have that little burning desire, of, oh, I really enjoy this craft or doing this thing. I am a firm believer that everybody has a unique skill and talent that we are meant to bring to this world and to offer. And it's about finding that, fine tuning it, and then starting to see how it can make, you know, are the world a better place or people better or your you know your service is providing value to somebody like really understanding how you can provide value with that little thing that you're passionate about it as long as you start taking those little first steps it can be small it can be big it doesn't matter whatever it has to look like for you things will start to align and things will become clear as you continue walking through those little fears and limiting beliefs. I would say my number one thing is sitting down with those limiting beliefs and question why you feel that way. And if it's stemming from yourself, if it's stemming from something you learned in your upbringing, if it's stemming from somebody that told you something once that you weren't good enough and then you just accepted that as truth, really challenging those limiting beliefs and walking through them i think is one of the number one things and as you continue doing that and understanding like it's a journey we all have limiting beliefs i am worthy i am enough and i can do it if somebody else is capable i can too and really creating a little bit of time management to start putting your efforts into that 
magic will happen. <laughs> no, no, wonderful. Um, other despite the circumstances. Other, other action, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And um, was, no, I mean, that's, yeah, taking even one step. Yes, that's, that's great. Step. And understanding that we all have circumstances, we all have like mm-hmm. certain things that we may feel are holding us back, but it is so beautiful when you can see those things and walk past them or get past them and look back and you're like, wow, if I can do that, I can do even bigger things. And you just, it almost becomes kind of like a snowball effect. Once you start, mm-hmm. you right. get more courage, you get more of that reinforcement of seeing you know what it does for you your life your the people around you your kids there's so many benefits of doing it and for yourself you know (laughs) yeah no I love the questioning the limiting beliefs bit like coming face to face with that and really like you know reviewing that why is that you know questioning uh not just taking it as you know part of your story you know part of your truth Mm -hmm. so all right well in closing up here how would you, uh, how do people, how can people connect with you and dance with Monica ATX? Feel free to share anything about your business and anything you'd like for our listeners to know. And, and... Sure. So I'm on all platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. If you just search dance with Monica ATX on Google, you'll find me on whatever platform you need to use or you desire. Um, I also have a website, www.monicalandois.com, or Landois, L-A-N-D-O-I-S, a strange name. And there you will find my classes, my schedule, a little bit about me. And you can also come see me in class or events. I'm all around town. <laughs> Yay. Yes, I do plan to see you again sometime. And uh, it has been such a pleasure, Monica. Thank you for taking the time to share about your story. And yeah, I look forward to to following you and see what what what's ahead for for you and Dance with Monica ATX. Thanks for listening, Mama. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Learn more about Mama Wears Pants as a wellness community and social network for bold yet busy mamas at mamawearspants.com. Do reach out with any questions and we would love to connect soon. Stay bold.